Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's uh, podcast or today's episode, I will be talking about all three teams as usual. I will be uh, bringing, bringing up or giving you guys a quick update on the Dodgers and the Raiders. And then lastly, giving you guys a big update on the Lakers as they did come away with the victory last night against the New York Knicks. Uh, you know, they went one and one or, you know, finished 500 in their New York trip that they had, you know, going up against Brooklyn last night, going up against the Knicks um, or the night before and then going against the Knicks last night. Uh, so they do have a day off and then they're going to be going up against the is it, uh, actually it's the Pacers, then the Pelicans. Uh, so the Pacers first, um, which actually they have the same record as the Lakers do or as we do. And then the uh, Pelicans, which they actually have a 500. I think they're 26 and 26 right now. Um, so that's going to be a really interesting couple games before they head home. We'll talk all about that. We'll talk all about this game. And uh, yeah, so without that, it's going to pretty much cover today's episode. It'll be episode 128. It is Wednesday. It is actually the 1st of February, so February 1st, 2023. I'm actually only two days away from my uh, anniversary. Can't wait to actually celebrate it. Going to be having a good weekend with the wife and all. Uh, so definitely can't wait to go and do that. If you are listening to this, baby, I definitely I love you so much. And can't wait to go and celebrate our anniversary. Uh, so with that being said, guys, do I do just want to get right into the podcast. But just want to go and remind you guys that you can fi- follow me on Instagram and on Twitter going to be the same handle for both of those it is west coast pod 702 again that's west coast pod 702 so definitely definitely drop me a follow and if you have any kind of questions or would like to talk sports or like to talk about anything definitely go ahead and send me a, a dm or a message and i'll love to go ahead and talk to any one of you guys i also even created a facebook page as well it's just the name of the podcast west coast sports podcast you'll be able to find it on there I try to I post up anytime that I have a new episode or anything going on. You'll definitely be able to stay informed all over there. Uh, so with that being said, do, I do just want to get right into the podcast here for you guys. So there has been some news uh, for both the Raiders and the Dodgers. Uh, Raiders, it all depends, I guess, how you feel about Derek Carr. It all depends about how you feel about this whole situation. There has been some news. Derek Carr is now also a pro bowler. Or, does that make sense? <laughs> uh, but yeah, a Pro Bowler. I don't even know if that's a word. But he has been elected to go to the Pro Bowl alongside with a couple of his other teammates that he's had for this past season. And I know it's a little bit weird because he's everybody knows he's not going to be a Raider. But he's going to be representing the Raiders as a Pro Bowler. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a bit of a weird situation. I am going to see what I can do about maybe heading out there. I'd love to be out there on, on Sunday uh, with the wife. Uh, she was actually even talking to me about it. So I definitely would like to go ahead and see what I can do about being out there. would like to go ahead and see the, you know, um, see if I can go ahead and get, uh, you know, Derek Carr to go ahead and even just acknowledge me or something like that one last time before he heads out to another team, which we already know that it's going to for sure happen. I'd like to maybe see if I can even get an interview or something like that or see if I can get something from these guys. Maybe even just some sound for you guys from that Pro Bowl, uh, from that Pro Bowl game. Oh, not, not even so much of a game anymore. It's going to be games. It's like uh, they're going to have like a combine or something like that, right? Okay. I know that, that those rules have ended up changing due to Max Crosby. So if you guys haven't been informed, you guys didn't know anything about that. Uh, Max Crosby had these uh, rules changed. Or he didn't, he didn't have them changed, but because of him, they were changed. In the Pro Bowl, you know, as we all know, they really try to eliminate as much contact and this and that. And they changed it over the years. 
from actually having contact where you can tackle the players down and everything to now where the, what they actually do is or previously what they were doing after that um after tackling and everything is they only made it where you can wrap up a player you know not fully tackle him down to the ground and such but with max crosby how he you know goes 110 percent every single every single down he was knocking guys down so even he, when he was just running into them so they were getting a little bit upset and this and that and he it made it so that now the pro bowl is literally just like a combine or something like that so definitely going to be interesting to go in and see what that kind of a style of the Pro Bowl is going to look like. Uh, maybe it would be cool to just kind of have like bragging rights and competitions between certain other players to see who can catch, you know, the most balls or who can throw the furthest, who can run the fastest and so on and so forth. You know, it'll be great to go and see all that kind of a stuff and really just fun, in my opinion, you know, to go and see. I'm pretty sure they're going to have all kinds of other stuff, fun things to go and do. Um, so I'll be definitely going to I'll definitely see what I can do about heading out there this uh, this weekend uh, So hopefully if any of you guys are out there you guys can definitely go in and say hi I'll definitely love to go in and talk to any one of you guys um, But otherwise that's pretty much the news when it comes down to the Raiders Just you know little gossip kind of stuff and just updates on the Pro Bowl and so on and so forth In my opinion honestly what I've noticed here on a couple other things when it comes down to the Raiders guys is There's all kinds of different directions that the Raiders can go. I mean, we can either look into, you know, possibly getting a, a franchise quarterback in this draft or something like that. Uh, you know, we definitely are going to be getting some sort of a new quarterback, whether if it's Jared Stidham who's going to be there be behind center, or whether if it's going to be uh, some sort of a veteran that we end up re-signing or that we end up trading for or signing for over the offseason, or it's going to be a, a rookie coming out of the draft. So some way, somehow, that's going to be some some sort of big dynamic piece that's going to be changed. Then from there, in my opinion, I really think towards the draft, unless if unless if for whatever reason, one of the big three or the for, unless if the you know the the front office team already has their eyes set on a particular quarterback that's not going to be in the big three. Say it is like a, a Hendon Hooker or something out of Tennessee who had this amazing you know first season but unfortunately got injured and now that's going to affect his his draft like where he falls in the draft people are not going to be too 100 sure how he's going to recover so on and so forth but the guy seems to have a really great arm he doesn't seem to be 100 percent mobile but he can um extend plays if that makes sense like he's not a running quarterback but he can extend plays if he notices that there's no uh open open player down the field he doesn't mind picking up four or five yards and sliding you know it's and at least working with that or you know something like that you know that's the, those are the kind of quarterbacks that i tend to like because i i prefer if you're able to sling that ball around to your to your playmakers and make plays like that because there's always that thing of you are very scared if your quarterback's gonna go ahead and run not be able to slide in time and possibly get hurt really bad so that's just me again but so it's, it is one of the things that I know and that I'm, I am noticing that there is all kinds of different directions the Raiders can go. Good thing is that we should have a better understanding of it pretty soon, at least right after the Super Bowl with the whole decision on Derek Carr having to be made. So at least by then we'll know right, Derek Carr is going to be moving, what team is he going to, whether if we're going to get more trade capital or more draft capital, or whether if it's just going to be we're going to have more money uh, because we released them. So that way it frees up more money so that way they can go ahead and get out 
and get better free agents. So all kinds of different directions, but in my my opinion, it is best off putting if you figure out what quarterback you want, whether if it is you drafting somebody early, drafting somebody late, get somebody for the future, get somebody for now. Even if that's Jared Stidham, even if it's another veteran out there, just get somebody in there who can at least get the job done. Who can at least get us by a couple seasons, you know, some somebody. If it is Jared Stidham, hopefully he has a better season. You know, I mean, I know it was only a couple games that we finally got to go and see him. That 49ers game, he showed out. The, uh, you know, Chiefs game, it is what it is. You know, we kind of already expected that that was going to be an L anyways. Um, If it is that we can figure out the defense in the draft, hopefully get a really young, fast, strong defense, then get a beef up that offensive line so that way you are set for whoever it is in the future that's the successor of the veteran quarterback or the successor of the quarterback who's going to be there or if it is a young wide a young quarterback don't you want to make sure that you have all the right pieces around them from the get-go whoever it is even if it is a veteran quarterback even if it is Jared Stidham don't you want to have all the pieces around them to make them successful don't you? Uh, that, that's just me. I mean, that's the one thing I've noticed in this entire NFL, uh, the playoffs here, is teams have complete teams. You need to have a complete team around that quarterback, around your team. Otherwise, it's very, very, very easy for teams to exploit any sort of weakness. If you have a weak running game, or we, if you can't defend the run, if you can't defend the pass, a team will will make sure to to exploit that. You know, but. That again, that's all my opinion. It is it is one of the things that I feel definitely needs to be addressed. It needs to be some sort of a big game plan moving forward in order for the Raiders to have some sort of success. And not just success for a season or two or anything like that. No. You need to have consistent success. I want to make sure... I, want, I would love to see the Raiders become a team that's consistently in the playoffs season after season after season. Similar to like the, the the Chiefs, you know, I hate to go and say it, but I would like to I would like the Raiders to build something similar to that. Now I know, and I want everything to be Raiders, but similar to that, similar to what the Patriots have done for years and years and years, I want something sustainable. You know, that's just me. I'm pretty sure a lot of Raider fans can agree. Let me know what you think. Definitely send me any kind of messages or anything like that. But let me know what you think about that. So to move on forward, guys, I know that's a weird transition. I do want to just mention a couple things here with the Raiders before we're going to get down to the main topic of today's podcast. As we all know, it is the, the Lakers. Um, I know a lot of you guys maybe are not Laker fans or maybe not fans of all three teams that I talk, to, talk about on this podcast. But if you listen to any sort of it, I just want to send my appreciations. Whether if you tune in for the Raiders, for the Dodgers, or for the Lakers, or all three of them, or maybe two of them. I appreciate every single one of you. And if you again, if you have any friends or family members, definitely tell them about this that they, about this podcast, and hopefully they'll like it too. So, with that being said, guys, I do want to talk really quick about the Dodgers, as they have had a little bit of news. Um, some of it's really, really unfortunate news. There's a, a scout, a longtime Dodger. He's been involved with the organization for so many years. Uh, this man was involved with the you know dominican republic um i believe they have like some sort of a camp or something like that with the dodgers that brings in a lot of those players that grow grow with the organization 
and be, sometimes become great players for the Dodgers. Uh, Yasin Puig was actually one of them. Uh, if you guys remember um, Pedro Martinez, he was actually one of them as well. Uh, this man unfortunately did pass away. Uh, Rafa Ayala, uh, Rafa, uh, Rafa Ayala, he did pass away. Um, I believe it was either last night on Monday or over the weekend. Uh, he was 90 or he was 92 years old. Uh, lived a great life from what what I, what I can only imagine. But uh, definitely like to go in and just mention that out there. Send my condolences to all their friends and family for for Rafa and um and for all the Dodger Nation, all the Do all the all the Dodger fans out there that definitely have appreciated him for so many years. You know, um, he does a lot of the background stuff, of course, that maybe some people won't know. But uh, definitely, I would like to go in and just mention him for the moment. Uh, very sad news going to hear about that. Uh, but definitely, our condolences, our prayers, our thoughts go to their family, and uh, may they may he rest in peace. Uh, but um, the other news here that I wanted to go in and bring up. Sorry again to go in and start off so or to go so badly transition. But I did want to mention um, there was a I guess a contract extension or contract signing that ended up happening with Tony Gonsolin. He has been paid. He is going to be locked in for a couple years now. I did not get the exact dollar amount. It's one of those things that really doesn't matter to me too much, I guess. But he is locked in for three, I believe it's three years now, three, four years. Uh, he's going to be, you know, at least a Dodger here for the next few years now. Uh, definitely, definitely excited to go and see what he's going to be able to bring to the ball club moving forward. Not just this season, but also as well moving forward. I really think he he can easily be a really big staple in this in the in the pitching rotation for the Dodgers move, moving forward. Uh, we have already seen last season how good of a pitcher he was. He had to take some time off due to injury, so on and so forth. It is what it is when it comes down to that. Pe people get hurt, but definitely excited to go ahead and see what the guys able to go and bring um so definitely a great thing for the dodgers that uh, sounds like now uh, now that february's come around it sounds like now the the pitchers and catchers are actually going to be reporting so you got uh you know a lot of things going around when it comes down to that people starting to work out more people starting to go and get get acclimated with each other Shoot, by the time we look around the corner it's going to go ahead and be you know opening day I want to say it's going to be like late March, early April, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so definitely excited to go and see that. Maybe I might try to head out to opening day to get some sound for you guys for the game. Maybe see if I can sneak in an interview or something like that. But we'll see what happens. If um, you guys have any kind of certain uh, matchups or, you know, position battles or anything like that that you can think of i'm really i'm really going to be interested to see what's going to happen with the third base because uh, you have max muncie right there uh, you have um, miguel vargas who can go in and play there as well uh, so you have a couple different players a couple different positions even uh, even center field not 100 sure if it's going to be james altman if it's going to be uh what's his name uh trace thompson you know you have a couple different options out there so Overall, we'll see. You don't um, maybe. Austin, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Will Smith who's going to be catcher moving forward as well. Uh, but you know, I always have some position battles when it comes down to that. Even shortstop um, and second base, you have uh, Miguel Rojas uh, who can play shortstop, who can play second base. You have uh, Galvin Lux who can play second base, who can play shortstop. I'm really thinking because of his arm, it might be best to have Galvin play second. Then you have. Um, Miguel Rojas uh, play shortstop. You have, uh, but I guess we'll have to go and see what happens overall. 
uh, all kinds of different position battles. Let me know if you guys have any of them that maybe you're looking forward to seeing and seeing who you think might actually win that battle and might get the uh, starting position. So we'll talk all about that, um, you know, later on down the line. And with that being said, I do want to go ahead and just transition on over to the Lakers. I do want to take a quick minute. As you guys know, I want to take that minute to go and talk to you guys about another Instagram page that you guys definitely want to follow. It is my wife's page, uh, Rosa. So it is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Again, that's Rosie's Designs EST 2022. And if you guys have any kind of celebrations, parties, or anything like that going on, you definitely want to drop a follow to that page. Because uh, my wife, she makes all these amazing chip bags with all these incredible designs where you can come up with lettering, designs, pick, uh, characters, or pictures of yourself and family or friends or whoever the case is, whatever the celebration is. She can come up with an incredible design, just kind of give her some ideas. If you want particular pictures or fonts or colors or anything like that, or a particular character or something like that, she can definitely going to see what you can do um, but definitely check out the page so that way you get a better understanding of what I'm talking about and then you'll be able to go ahead and you know have a visual at least you know uh, but if you are interested again definitely drop a follow she it doesn't she has a giveaway going on as well right now that is going to end on Friday on our anniversary February 3rd so get in there go ahead and try to get your last minute entries so that way you can be entered in for the giveaway so um, again, just one more time, that page is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. And I'll make sure to drop a drop a like a mention on there on my Instagram page so that way you guys have it. And if you guys have any kind of questions on the other platforms like Facebook or even my email, definitely go ahead and uh, let me know if you have any questions on about that as well. So with that being said, guys, I do want to take a quick minute to talk to you guys about the Lakers as they were underway, did end up playing playing against the uh, the New York Knicks last night. So they had that unfortunate loss against the, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the night before. And, you know, had no, there was no Ben Simmons, no Kevin Durant, uh, you know, and no TJ Ford, or no, TJ Warren, TJ Ford, huh? TJ Warren. Uh, so you definitely understand that they were a little short-handed, but that was definitely and that was definitely enough even what they had when they when it came down to the nets you know in order to want to put away the lakers you know with having ad back barely one game and you know trying to get acclimated and trying to get into rhythm again and in my opinion the lakers are still trying to tinker with their lineups and trying to tinker with what players are going to fit best with each other especially with having the addition of Rui Achimura, now having lonnie walker the fourth back expecting to have austin reeves back pretty soon and then even having to reacclimate Anthony Davis in there. When you had so many other players like a Dennis Schroeder, like a Thomas Bryant, who were, you know, excelling during that time. They were playing very, very well during the time that he was out. Now you're starting to see that their numbers are kind of falling a little bit. Even with uh, Thomas Bryant, you're seeing that his numbers are a little bit down. Even his minutes are down. My opinion, maybe those should go up a little bit. Maybe they can do a little Twin, a twin Towers kind of a deal. And then even with... Rui Achimura, um, I, I mean, he's getting his minutes. So you definitely like to go and see what he's what he's doing. He's uh, even coming up with flirting with like 20 points now. Uh, he's that kind of a player where he can easily give you 15, if not all the way up to like 25, and in, in, in the game easily. Uh, you definitely just want to see some sort of a consistency if you can with him. 
and hopefully that can happen um we definitely just like to go in and see the activity I like to see him out there busy going in to get the bucket uh, to go in and get to go in and get the ball to go in and get a bucket out there to get the rebounds he's a bit of a hustle player in some senses but he also has that certain swagger about himself you know but he's a really big hustle player at the same time he's a, one of those kind of guys that he's a generalist if that makes sense he does every almost all the things good but nothing really exceptionally well or anything like that so i don't know if that makes sense like he's good at just about everything but he's not great at everything or any one of those things really you know if that makes sense <laughs> maybe maybe i'm being a little bit too harsh on the guy or something like that but he is definitely a great player um overall um you know when it comes down to the overall thing about him the size the, the ability the skills that he has the way that he puts it all together really does make him a special player in my eyes. And definitely there's maybe now that we have a closer look at him, maybe I'm going to be able to notice other things because I don't know, you know, it's just one of those things when it's a when it's a when it's a player that's on the Lakers, I'm able to, you know, keep a closer eye on them. You know, I'm able to see multiple plays from them and not just highlights and stuff like that. You know, so it is it is definitely one of the, one of the special things that I'm noticing when it comes down to Rui is that he does such a great job of being able to mix everything to the fact that he has that size, the fact that he has the skills that he has and the, the knowledge that he has of the of the game. He puts it all together to make it work for him. And then that does make him a great player, if that makes sense. So when it comes down to it, um, you know, overall with Rui, you have. Also, even Braun and, and AD, who had great games. You even had Russ, who had a pretty great game as well. In my opinion, though, I really think we need to give some more minutes to Lonnie. And if we give some more more minutes to Lonnie Walker, the fourth, it might go ahead and chew into some of uh, Troy Brown's minutes because I think he's like damn near getting like 30 points or something at there, 30 minutes. I think those minutes can maybe be shared a little bit even have Russ who's always getting like in the 30 minute range and I really think that we can benefit off of Lonnie's uh, you know skills and shooting ability a lot more you know he was doing such a great job earlier in the season and, I re and it's kind of disappointing now that he's just because he's coming back from injury that he has to you know want to work work back to getting those minutes when he's right now only getting like 13 minutes a game and that's I mean that's okay but I really think he needs to be in that 20 to 25 range at least or maybe have him maybe give him two shifts in a game or something like that but we'll see what happens when it comes down to that but i really do think it's important to uh, acclimate him in the game a little bit more you know there's plenty of times that his his skill and shooting ability can definitely be useful for this team especially you know with how much how much other teams are packing the paint and, and lonnie does have the ability to come off of screens and be able to shoot and so we'll, we'll see if um maybe some changes kind of happen because I am starting to notice that Darvin Ham has this sort of like nine-man rotation. He's having Juan Toscano Anderson. He's having William Gabriel, and of course Damian Jones, all with the DMPs. You know, with do with their with where they're not playing in these games. I'm wondering what's going to happen with Max Christie once um, Austin Reeves comes back. Whether if that's going to involve him actually maybe being reacclimated to the starting lineup, or whether that's going to mean. Uh, Troy Brown maybe gets off of the starting lineup, you know, in that case, he's going to be replaced by uh, Austin Reeves. We'll, we'll just have to go in and see what happens when it comes down to that. Or even if Lonnie Walker, the fourth, is going to be reacclimated into the starting lineup. All kinds of different options that we can go in and go with. In my opinion, though, 
I think it should be something like uh, Dennis Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, or maybe you can put Lonnie Walker the fourth in there and have line have Austin Reeves coming off the bench. But uh, something like that, Dennis Lonnie, and then you have Rui LeBron. Uh, wow, actually, hmm, that's actually a tough one because, in my opinion, I. W- yeah, because you can't do a super big lineup. Imagine if you do a super big lineup where you have in center, you have Thomas Bryant, then you have AD at, at uh, <laughs> that would be crazy. You have uh, Thomas Bryant at center, AD at power forward, then you put, what, um, what, Braun at, at the three, at, at small forward, or, and then you put Rui at, at the two guard, imagine. <laughs> That'll be a super big lineup. Your freaking shooting guard would be 6'8. That'd be so crazy. But I mean, it'll be an awesome thing to go in and see. You know, I I've like I really liked and really enjoyed seeing the when um, Rui, AD, and Braun were all on the floor. Rui already got acclimated to be the one of the one of the guys in the closing lineup, especially from last game. So uh, definitely excited to go in and see what that's gonna look like when you see those three playing more often. Uh, you have that you have that additional size when it comes down to to Rui compared to when uh, you know Kendrick Nunn or other players that were sometimes out there in the closing lineup. So now you have a way to be able to you have three guys that can definitely exploit mixed mix mass uh, mix matches at that uh, when there's a mismatch out there. You know you have a smaller player on you or something like that. You have a certain player that you know for sure can't handle or can't guard you. You know so well I have to go in and see if they're able to go in and do that more often, especially when you see the switching ability of like the Brooklyn Nets, you know, and you know that there's other play, other teams out there that have that switching ability that could definitely give uh, the, the Lakers a tough time. So we'll have to go in and see if they make any sort of adjustments or maybe if they have like, maybe when they see that a team is going to be switching against them, if they have like a different lineup or a different, uh, you know, different set of players that can be out there, you know, to go ahead and exploit that kind of a stuff. Because I really do think that the Lakers have that ability to, like have a team where they can you know be chameleons if a way or like be they can switch their identity you know if they're if they're going to be a team that's going to you know attack the glass all the time or attack the rim at all the times and be really aggressive and this and that but then they also have a team i feel like that can be very finesse you know they can they have a lot of finesse they have a lot of shooting ability a lot of skill you know if you have lineups like uh thomas well you have the twin towers like thomas bryant and uh, Anthony Davis, then you have LeBron, then you can go ahead and, so that's a huge front court from there. Then you have other lineups where you can have Rui, LeBron, and AD, and have a whole lot of finesse, but still be big at the same time. Then you have guys like Lonnie, guys like Austin Reeves, who can give you some additional skill and can even be those connected pieces. But even with Lonnie and with Austin Reeves, they can also even finish with their shooting and they have great um, skills attacking the basket as well. So you have you have multiple different ways to go and go through different lineups. I mean, just imagine lineups where you have like Russ, Rui, or Russ, LeBron, AD, and Thomas Bryant. That's nothing but force right there. You get one other guy, maybe like a Pat Bev or something like that. It's nothing but strong, powerful guys who can go ahead and hold, hold their own against just about any one of those play, um, players on the court. You know, depending, no matter what position they play. So, it is um, it is something to keep an eye on. I am wondering what what Darvin Ham has going on in his in his head. Uh, we have, 
you know, a couple different. I have a couple games where the Lakers can definitely maybe mess around with a couple ideas. Maybe not mess around with them too long because you definitely don't want to, uh, you know, because at this point, getting so close to the end of the season and seeing how close the standings have been in the West, it is going to be crucial to win every, as many games as possible at this point. I really don't, I really think the Lakers only have maybe 10 games at the most, 10, 11 games at the most that they can lose and still potentially make the playoffs or at least a play in tournament. You know, and that's that's not saying much. That means that they're gonna have to finish around like twenty something and ten or something like that. So we'll have to go in and see what happens. We'll have to go in and see if they are able to go in and get something like that done. Uh, it has got it has to all start with. Um, I mean, they already off to a good start by only finishing uh, five hundred, getting that victory last night against the net the Knicks. But then now they have to go in and switch on switch gears on over to Indiana, and which they haven't been playing the best basketball here as of late, but. Still want to go to make sure, you know, they teams always seem to get up a little bit more for the Lakers. So you always have to keep your, your guard up. You always have to go ahead and, you know, keep keep an eye on the, on the victory overall. And they, after that, they have the Pelicans, who, again, they haven't been playing the best basketball as of late. I believe they're actually trying to get reacclimated now that Brandon Ingram is expected to get back or is back. So we'll have to go in and wait and see with that. And then they're going to be coming back home playing against the Thunder. Then they have that big game against the Bucks at home, where a lot of people are thinking that that's where LeBron is gonna, you know, beat the scoring record from Kareem. Um, definitely would be interesting to go and see if that's the case. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on that and to see exactly when he when he's gonna be passing that record. But with that being said, guys, I am gonna close up the podcast from there. Uh, I'll be talking to you guys again on Friday after Thursday's game against the Pacers just to kind of do a little post-game kind of a deal or just kind of do a little wrap-up for the week and everything from there. If there's any other news or anything like that that comes out from the Lakers, from the Dodgers, or from the Raiders, uh, especially if it's some some sort of breaking news or something like that, I'll make sure to go in and talk to you guys about that. Um, But until then, I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Hope you guys have a good week. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday good rest of your week and i'll talk to you guys on friday take care say you say make sure you tell your loved ones you love them make sure you take care of all your loved ones and until then guys peace